Now it's going good. No, okay. You ready? Hold on, Adam's talking about his chest Sorry. pain. What if you have She's a heart worried. attack? What if you have a heart attack on the podcast? Well, then I hope you call the ambulance. At some I point. will, but think of I all mean, the you listeners. Can take a break. Think of all the listeners. Well, I'll, I'll, I mean, I'll, when I'm laying there, I'll <laughs> still try and talk. No, I mean, that will really get a lot of listeners in. They'll be will like, have to move my microphone for me. But. They'd be like, this podcast, someone has a heart attack. Everyone listen. It'll go viral. Do you want us to just call the ambulance or do you want us to try and do any sort of CPR stuff? No. If I'm gone, I'm gone. What about um, okay. staying alive? Staying Speaking alive? Of, yeah, you can sing that. Would you sing it? Don't they say that you sing that song and then beat on people's chests? <laughs> they, tell you, they tell you to keep that beat in your head when you you're doing it. You just sing it and beat on their chests. That's what you do. Speaking of which, Sarah got really mad at me the other day because I told her that if I got cancer, like I wouldn't get treatment for it. You do like a Breaking Bad. No, wait, he did get treatment. Yeah, he got treatment. <laughs> Who didn't get, get treatment? treatment? Steve Jobs. You just let like, it I go. feel like if I get cancer, like it's maybe we should talk about this on the podcast. Listen, but you're gonna get cancer. I feel like if I did, it's just you know it's my time to go. No, because what you're gonna realize is that everyone gets some kind of cancer at some point. It's very strange. Yeah, so it's trying to knock me off. So let it. No, because sometimes it's let just it like whatever. Course. You got cancer. It's no big deal, and they just get rid of it. You know, on Party of Five when. No. <laughs> no, I don't. No one does. <laughs> Never mind then. <laughs> Are you ready to start the podcast? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> sure. All right. This is episode number 58 of the podcast. I am Casey. I'm Scott. Yeah, you're Scott. And I'm Adam. And this is the podcast. Nothing's, Nothing's too, too weird. weird. Well... That everything is too black and everything is too white Everything is too loose and everything is too tight They got too much control, I hope they don't let go It's too, Girl, it's too, too, or too There's too much sun today, it's no fun, it's too cold What the heck is going on, I just don't know Guess I'll start another podcast show Cause nothing is wrong, however something ain't right Without the darkness, then there isn't any light You're being too polite, I think that maybe we should fight The days are too long, oh god, another long night Nothing is too shaven and nothing is too bearded, nothing, whoa, nothing is too weird. You know, this has been so long since we've done this that I feel like I don't know what's going on again. It'll come back to you. It's all coming back to me. Well, we went bowling. Do I have to say anything else when we start? This is all I need to say when we start, is that we just start talking. I think so. Okay. Producer Scott does not remember either. <laughs> no one remembers. It's sorry about the wait on the this podcast. Is going wonderful. <laughs> you say what num- I think you usually say what number it is. I think I already said yeah, that. Yes, you did. All right, good. Then we're good. We're past that. Well, yeah. then let's talk about we went to the bowling alley tonight. Yeah, we did. Merle, well, Merle Lanes. And there was a state tournament going on there. Before mm-hmm. we arrived, we arrived in the nick of time, as now, they say. Now, I thought that the sign meant there was a high school state tournament. That and never... I was prepared for us to walk in there and it'd be like a pep rally. Yeah. But that was not what happened. No, it was a ladies' state tournament. Yeah. Like, I wasn't like expecting ladies. teens. Adam, were you expecting teens? I wasn't expecting teens, no. No. 
I was expecting grown people. At the bowling A state alley? tournament? That's what bowlers are. They're like grown people. They're not teens. I don't know. Well, I mean, Maybe they do have high school like. Yeah, but I mean. Yeah. That's what I thought it was going to be. That's like, probably during the day, cool. during school hours or something. Like, people are going to be rolling upwards of 300, and people will be... Up, oh, wait, upwards of 300? <laughs> that's all oh. it goes. Oh, it stops th- there. No, no, they're throwing money balls. <laughs> There's a certain ball in there that... Like the three-point contest? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Is it like when you Every have fifth. the sparkly pin, and then you hit that oh, down? Yeah. Kind of like that, yep. yeah. There's that, too. Yep. Jeez. So that's why it's so exciting. Yeah. And that's why they stage pep rallies. Wow. You thought there was going to be bleachers in there. I did. I don't know. Yeah, when they just closed down all planes, but like two two or three. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I thought. I really did. But I don't know why you thought that. I don't know. I was really bummed I thought grown people. So you had images of like a mix between a PBA event and (laughs) like a high school tournament. Yep. Yep. Well, that's not what happened. I know. Sadly, sadly, that was not the scene we <laughs> really walked didn't. into. And then they, they put us on a waiting list that we didn't need to be on. Well, it was a like two-minute waiting list. Mm-hmm. Well, the best part was when he came up and said, did you guys <laughs> just come up and get on the list? What was your name? <laughs> and why did he take my name if he doesn't Why did he ask your name when he came up if he didn't write it down and didn't know it? I feel like, how does he not remember me of the... Four people that we saw go up and put their name on the waiting list. There was only two people that ended up putting their name on the waiting list. And that's me and this other girl. He got her out of the bar. He clearly knew what was going on there. Then he comes over. I think at the end he was just trying to pretend like he had put your name down and like remembered that. (laughs) Oh, yep. Yep. You're the next one. Yeah. You're the next one. And you know, the bowling alley was more busy than I thought it would be. Like people seem like it's bowling time. Yeah. And then it, it cleared out. It was busy out. when we got there, but then it... It was. Cleared out a bit. Cleared out. Scott, you um, you got dialed in. I did. Uh, for a little bit there, I was throwing, <laughs> I was throwing dialed in shots. Well, tell... <laughs> what dialed in shots... Adam, explain dialed in shots. <laughs> Dial, dialing it in. Uh, he was just throwing rocks, you know? No. There was like he was throwing... Pretend grenades. Oh, okay. That, that part of the dial then. <laughs> yeah. All right. He, he, was, he was shooting pins. He was... He was calling uh, on the archers. Yeah. He, uh, he air guitared at one point and yeah. smashed it on the ground. That was a good one. Um, it's, sledgehammer. Just, it's a little miniature play that happens after each little roll. Yeah. One it's time fun. you, like, cocked a gun. Yep. Mm-hmm. Shot it. Shot it down. Yeah. Tried to do a shot put. Didn't work out. Yeah, really. I didn't know that was a shot put until Adam's like, that's how many you would hit over if you did a shot put. <laughs> There's a little uh, karate or kung fu yeah. at one point. Maybe some of that. Some disco moves. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. So, but, then we were at the bowling alley. I used to work at a bowling alley. More and importantly, let's let's visit your high school trips to the bowling alley. Oh yeah, Scott. Scott's high school trips. This is something that where he I was had a not, street tough. Yeah, not the, a 1950s. <laughs> street I think tough. it was yeah. like it was like eighth grade into like late ninth grade, maybe like before you well, could really. Drive. No, you have to say what's happening. I know. I'm just telling you how old I was. Okay. We would go there with like 20 people. Oh god. We'd take up th- like three or four lanes. And he and said that they would be wearing tight white shirts. Yeah, all, you said tight white shirts. We'd all wear tight white, tight white t-shirts. What's like, that proven? With the cigarette rolled up in your sleeve. Did you sleeve. have cigarettes in your sleeve? No. 
Did you have your nope. hair slicked back? Nope. What was your hair like? Mm, probably short then. Okay. Real short. But, you know, you just like... And what would you do? You'd just... Like, look tough. Try to be tough. Because there would be other high schools there with... Other street toughs. Yeah, like that. Other gangs. <laughs> They're doing the same thing. They probably had different colors on you. Know? Like what color? Why'd you choose white? Who knows? Like the 50s. <clears throat> I don't know. But, you know, got to look tough. You gotta, <laughs> we had a good crew there. What it was you... called rock and bowl. You'd bowl till like midnight with rock music. Yeah. You'd just be tough. But nothing would ever happen. No one ever fought anybody or did anything. That's real strange. Yeah, it didn't seem strange then. We it had seemed awesome. we had rock and bowl when I worked at the bowling alley, and the teens would come in, and you know, I don't think any of them were wearing gang colors or whatever. Sometimes it seemed like they were drinking a little too much pop. Yeah. Yeah. That's all there is. <laughs> what else are you gonna do? I don't know. I guess get into fights. I mean, that's what we. we and this was we probably this was back when you could smoke, right? In the yeah, bowling alley. None of us smoked, though. Yeah, but you would come out smelling like an but, Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> was, yeah. Terrible. But it, great. But great, too. And were you a good bowler? Was that intimidating to the no, other crews? Nobody was good. It wasn't about bowling at all. <laughs> <laughs> what? It was about your tight white shirt. <laughs> yeah, it was about... But you never got into a fight, but it no, wasn't about never. how... Like, where was the animosity? How was it shown just at glances like through glances kind of yeah i think yeah and then would you guys leave and be like did you see all the glances i was throwing <laughs> at that guy uh, it would be kind of be like yeah they there's no way they'd fuck with us with ted here Ted's <laughs> fuck, look at ted fucking tough. but ted's never fought anyone either no but no, some of them had not what? at the bowling alley though <laughs> why were you at the bowling well, you alley just knew, i don't know it's probably about the only place you could go till midnight and your parents would let you. Yeah, yeah they are the movies. Parents trust bowling. Yeah. They shouldn't. No. Absolutely they shouldn't. <laughs> Jeez. If there's any parents listening. Yeah, there are parents listening. and Do not trust bowling. Yeah, don't. Once your kids get to be teenagers, if they say they're going bowling, no. Also, there's been more confirmations. You know how TJ taught us about people having sex in the family bathroom yeah. at Jordan Creek Mall. What? Well, yeah. <laughs> Teenagers are going in there and fucking. <laughs> yeah. They're making Cause a lock, mall. Because you can lock the door to the family. <laughs> They're making plans to be like, meet at the mall. We'll go in the family bathroom. <laughs> and you know what? One of my friends, she's intercepted some of these texts her teen has been sending. Really? Yeah. And it you know, is I confirmed. recently. Hmm. Apparently, the slang now for teenagers having sex is chilling and watching Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Like, if you get a text that says, let's chill and watch Netflix, apparently that means... We're doing it. Let's, yeah, let's get busy. I did not know that. Well, that's another thing, parents. Yeah. Be aware. What else should parents be aware of? What are we seeing that's the like, teens doing? What'd you guys do? Chilled and watch Netflix? Yeah. That's, that's their... Apparently, they're slang for it we have got to figure out what all these kids are doing and warn the parents through this podcast yeah. we got to get them public keyed service in service announcements yeah they got to be dialed in to what their teens are yeah, doing you got to be dialed in as a parent definitely so how do you guys think we bowled <laughs> i didn't bowl good i, I got over 100 fine. the first one yeah 
And then I didn't the next two. That's fine. Yeah, 100 is good. When we get in league play, it's handicapped. Yes. <laughs> it is. <laughs> what is it going to be? Like something embarrassing? Uh, who knows? I don't know. Ugh. No, they don't give you a handicap. No. Like, they don't give you polio. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, like, do people go and into... And cerebral palsy. <laughs> good luck. Do people go into bowling and then they're like, oh, God, look at that idiot's handicap. No, that's no. that's just what makes it even. Like, Yeah, that's what makes league it's a way fun. Of, yeah, it's a way hmm. of making... So you can play against the really good teams and still hold your own because you have oh, God. a handicap. So How I thought embarrassing. you fine. Okay. I bowled okay. Yeah, because when we when I played in league, I mean we we'd play against teams that you know the guys would have two fifty or two sixty averages. Oh and my we'd god! Still, we'd still win. That's crazy. I would go with my dad bowling, like he would go bowling in Adel, and they would play some card game. Did you guys play some card game while you were bowling? Mm, nope. They used to have oh. like a poker game you would play. Maybe it's a poker game, and sometimes he'd Where you'd win. Get and a card for every yeah. Strike. That's what it mark. is. Mm-hmm. And then if he won, he would give me the money if I went to bowling with him. Also, you know how we are raised thinking people aren't supposed to drink and drive? Like they tell you that from a young age. And then you go bowling with your parents <laughs> and then it would be like drinking and drive. And then I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> but they were just like, no, it's fine. And now you're an adult and you're like, yeah, it was probably fine. And everyone thought it was fine. So... If you're bowling, yeah. it's fine. If you're bowling, everything's fine. Everything's fine. <laughs> I know. I got theories on drinking and driving and texting and driving. Oh, God. Conspiracy theories? Mm, no, just I think there's bad, weird data out there. Bad data? Here's the thing. Fake news? Fake news. Alternative facts. Yes. <laughs> I feel like there way more people than they know drink and drive and text and drive but the vast majority of people handle it fine because they're not idiots do you have data sure there's an increase in like texting and driving accidents but i don't think they have any idea how many people text and drive and do fine that's what i think i'll tell you what i've been doing and driving calling my mom there you go. through the radio oh can you do that in your car i think i can but i've never i've never tried it Okay, I've been calling. I haven't linked my phone to my car yet. Oh, what? You got to do that. Yeah, you got to sync it. And people don't even know. Oh. Yeah, my car died. My car died. My focus. And we went to dinner with my parents at Waterfront. Fancy times. And then we get out to my car. And then it makes this crazy noise. It's like, what? Like that, and it's not doing anything. And I'm like, speedometer oh. was revving to like 75, and the RPMs were like 5,000. And, and then it just wouldn't move. The speedometer was? Yeah. And then so, but it like reversed back, it went back. And then so I tried to put it in drive, then it was just like <laughs> going crazy. And then, you well, had a pterodactyl under your hood. Yeah. <laughs> and then. Oh, I found it was wrong. Sorry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, had a dino- you had a dinosaur in your car. It's it happens. <laughs> With these focus cars. <laughs> and then a stranger was trying to get through this aisle, this parking aisle, and they couldn't because my car wouldn't move, and I didn't know what to do, and Scott was back there, 
and then the stranger pushed my car back into its spot, and then we had it towed. Then it was days of wondering what's going on with my car, what's going on with my car, and I was just so upset, and I didn't know anything, and then they called. Well, then we tried to, but before we took it there, we tried to go start it the next Oh, morning. yeah, we tried to start it. To I thought it would just work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I hoped it did. I, knew I it felt like it was just like, we're just having a bad night. <laughs> But we, uh, she put it in reverse and it went in drive. And then drive went nowhere. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Speedometer revving. So then we took it in. Yeah, then we took it in. Or had it towed. Yeah. We knew something was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> At that point, we knew something was wrong with the car. We suspected we may need a <laughs> And they took days to look at it, but then they called and they were like acting like, Sure, this is going to happen. It's, <laughs> it's, like, it's $3,100. Hey, this is uh, Ted over at uh, R&R Transmission. Uh, just checked out your 2004 Focus. Uh, <laughs> looks like it's going to need a whole new transmission, and that's going to be about $3,300. So <laughs> if you want to just call me back, and we can uh, we can get started on that. thing has 180,000 miles on it. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like, oh, God. Why would they think we would do that? And then so... Then it was real weird when we went to get it. What to do? You just kind of yeah. show up and you go, uh, no. <laughs> but it doesn't move. Yeah. <laughs> we got to get a bunch of stuff out of it. And then, and then at first maybe they, somebody will come and get it. At first they weren't going to charge me for towing. Like they were just like, because we we're like, we're not doing this with our car. It's just, this is it. And then they're like, okay. Well, thanks. And then I'm like, but you towed my car, so I think I owe you money. And then she had to go ask someone what's going on, how much money. Yeah, so she's like, oh, $100. Yeah. You owe us $100 that I was going to just let you leave. I'm good at business. And then we asked. Well, a lot of times they won't charge you because if you just leave your car with them, they'll just salvage it and get maybe they, bucks out of it. Maybe they wanted to do that, and that would have worked out just fine. Because then they recommended a salvage yard to call, and it was wrench and go. And so we called, and they're like, we'll give you $100. And it's like, okay. <laughs> just, like, just made back my toe fee. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Breaking even. And it makes me very sad to think about my car at this salvage yard. All the hoods were just up, and it was just a sea of cars with their hoods up out there. And people were looking through the cars, so I hope someone gets something from that car. Because it was a good car. Yeah. It was a very good car. It was a very emotional time for me. And I was like, I don't know. Cosmo likes to lay his head on the steering wheel. What's going to go on? I've never gotten a car from, like, a dealership. I've only done things with, like, my cousin, some shady business, got some cars. And... I was very scared to go to a car dealership. Scott, you've been to a car dealership, though. Uh, I was, I don't know, I don't know. You didn't know what was going on? No, not really. Have you gone to car dealerships, Adam? Uh, yep. yeah. Never. To, I haven't bought a car at a dealership. You haven't? No. We bought from dealerships, but I've never gone and Where'd sat you down with them. And from dealership. What? Deary's in... But you didn't go there. Cedar Falls. I didn't go, no, because I was here. Right. My dad right. found it. Oh. Gotcha. Well, 
I was real nervous about it. Do you feel like that's kind of scary? Yeah. Going, yeah. It is scary. Going to a car dealership? I, don't, I wasn't... I don't know yeah, if I, I was I just scared. wouldn't want to deal with it. I just didn't know what to expect. It was real weird. Yeah. I didn't know what to expect either. And we I was scared. We went there early in the morning. And we were like the first people there. And like as soon as we pulled in, there was like two people walking towards us. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, Jesus. <laughs> and then I, Juan. Juan came over. His name was Juan. And he was like, what's going on? And he was just very nice and charming. And I'm like, okay. She was, she was worried they are going to be mean. Yeah. And I'm like, no, no, no. No, they're usually they're overly gonna be nice. super nice. Yeah. Scott, you need to understand that anywhere I go, I think people are going to be mean to me. Because usually they are. That's my experience. So it's like, if yeah, I... There's a few places where you're guaranteed that they're going to be nice to you. The car dealership and a strip club. <laughs> probably top the list (laughs) well i don't know i just thought they'd be like what are you doing get out of here well the guy that sold us the car wasn't even a car salesman yeah he was a painter until like two months ago oh nice so it was like i don't know i i wouldn't get enough work so i saw they were hiring and and that was what was so nice it was just like it was no small talk it was all like we're having big talks here with juan he's just changed careers he's selling us a car we're all trying to figure this out together. That's what it felt like to me. I think that would make it easier. Yeah. It felt more like we were helping Juan make a sale than he was helping us mm. buy a car. Yeah. So, come on, buddy. We're going to do this. Yeah, he was we're great. We're here to buy a car. It's going to happen. Here's something else Juan did that I just loved. So this lady pulls up and he's like, and this would be something I'd do at work where you're like, let's figure out what they're doing like a game. And he's like, no way she's coming in for a car wash. Look how clean her car is. And I'm like, yeah, no way. And then she came out with something in her hand. He's like, she is getting a car wash. And, <laughs> and she left her car door open. And then her tiny dog jumped out. And then Juan, without saying anything, just sprung into action. Went outside and got her dog and brought it in. And it's just like, you can take him in here. He got loose. And I'm like, Juan, you're, well, then the lady you're a was, good guy. You're like, hey, ma'am, you left your door open. Yeah. And your dog's loose. And she's like, oh, yeah. uh, I don't want to. She was drunk. Like she she's also always doing that. She also thought her car was dirty and it was not dirty. Yeah. So there was all this sales stuff going on. It's a real boys club. Yeah. It was that like, I can believe. It was like thirty men, just all. And the receptionist was a lady. Suits and they were blowing up balloons to put on cars. Yeah. But it, the balloon blowing up was like. The manager was like, let me show you the right way to blow up balloons. And then said, you stand here, hold your finger up. Told another guy, you stand here, hold your finger up. And then he... Wrapped ribbon around. Yeah, he wrapped ribbon around and just did that and then cut, cut. And then he's like, here, wasn't that easier? He's like, I've been fucking blowing up balloons my whole life. You kids don't know anything. (laughs) And then they start putting balloons outside and then... He's like, they're putting them on the used cars. I'm like, what's yeah. going on, yeah, Juan? Yeah, we hear all this. Like, yeah. These guys are putting them on the used cars. And then he gets on the thing. He's like, please put the balloons on the uh, the new cars. Please, maybe the, uh, Out there. the new Silverados. And I said, Juan, this is like a reality show. He's like, there's so many personalities here. And he's like, now you see why they use these guys in the commercials. They love it. And I'm just like, yeah, this is crazy, Juan. He took us for a tour of the whole place. We got at Schottenkirk in Indianola. 
Go ask for Juan because you're going to have a good time. Juan sounds like a stand-up guy. You know what? He he was fun. He took us. He was like, well, we're going to have to sit here while they run these papers for a half hour. Do you want a tour or something? Because he's like, obviously, you don't want to just sit here with me for a half hour. Let's wander around. Mm-hmm. So he's telling stories. Also, I don't know. I think it's weird to test drive cars. He's like, we'll go for a test drive. And I'm like, this is awkward, isn't it? We're going for a test drive. I don't know. As long as it runs good by me and then so i'd go for a test drive and then there's a cop and for some reason i'm freaked out <laughs> like it's cops and then juan's like oh and then just laughs and says we work on their cars and then i'm like bear down i don't know i was real scared of the cops <laughs> i don't i felt like they'd be like you're driving strange and slow what is going on they probably know though People are test driving these things. Yeah. Cops are aware. Like the day before we bought it, I did I did this thing online where I clicked for give my email for more information. And they said they'd send me an email about it. But like two minutes later, somebody called me from there. I was like, hey, you're, you're looking at the uh, Ford Focus. You know. And that has been happening. Like, every other day for, since we bought the car, it was like a month ago. And I, I, I'm usually Wait, at so you work. gave him your number and your email address? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Where's your personal statement? Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, they just call me every every other day wondering if I'm still interested in the car. Car's gone. It's like, we bought the car, man. Come on. You know, we're we're still interested. At one point, me and Scott were haggling by being confused. It was great. Because. We accidentally haggled? Yeah. Yeah. Like, we're in there, and then I looked at Scott, and then I said, I just said out loud, I said, I don't even know what's going on. And then then Scott just went like that and, like, shrugged his shoulders at me, and then the guy's like, I'll be right back. And then the manager came (laughs) in and adjusted things. And it's just like, well, there we go. I did it. <laughs> Good job. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, going to a car dealership, if anyone's worried, are they going to be nice to you? They're going to be nice to you. But sometimes they're like magical people like Juan. And it's just like, we're having a good time. Look at what my world is now, Juan. So, so you you're going to be okay. You got a new car. Got a new Ford Focus, obviously. I'm not. I'm not changing brands at this point. The Focus did me good. This one's going to do me good. I can talk on the phone to my mom. It's got a camera. Yeah, it's got a camera. Backup camera. It's crazy how much stuff comes standard on cars now that just didn't. Tell you what else. It doesn't have a gas cap. Does your car have a gas cap? Yeah. What? Mine doesn't. And it says there, no gas cap. Like... (laughs) Like, don't worry. <laughs> this is how it is. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah. And you know what's nice also? Like, in my old car, it wouldn't just let me put gas in. It made me hold the gas pump at a certain, like, pressure in order for gas to go in. Otherwise, it would just release, release, release. I can just put the pump in, hit full, does it. That's my, nice. The, actually, the gas cap on my car locks. Oh, so well, I don't people know can't what siphon it. This came from, but <laughs> tell you what, one people time, just siphon cash. obviously, 
I was with someone one time that was siphoning gas. It was crazy. Like, it was my friend Amanda, some guy she knew, and I was just in the back seat, and he's like, we got to get gas. He went to houses, and there's a hose, and you have to suck on it like you're empty in a waterbed, and you siphon gas into your gas thing. Can you believe people do that? And then they come in the car, and they smell like gasoline. <laughs> well, yeah, their breath probably smells like gasoline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> people Sorry, do that. <laughs> I've been sucking gasoline. What do you expect? Just the way it is. You want to drive somewhere or not? Well, because that's the first thing I thought when I, when I found out it locked. I was like, who? This is 2017. <laughs> who siphons gas anymore? Mad gas Max. prices. Who are you, Mad Max? Oh, what is this, Mad Max? <laughs> Did you see that Fury Road movie? Oh, yeah. We went and saw it, like, as a department for lunch one time for an afternoon. And then after I got out of there... And I drove on the interstate. I was like, oh, my God, we're on Fury Road. <laughs> Did you feel that way? I Yeah. I yeah. thought it was awesome. Yeah. I liked the movie. No one hardly talks, and you just get fully immersed in the experience. Mm. And then you come out, and it's like all the cars around. You're like, well, we're fighting to the death. You yeah, feel that way. I felt that way. I felt like I need I need somebody up on a big pole <laughs> playing guitar, <laughs> boomeranging from car to car, spear grenades at this other car. Recently, I watched the movie for the first time, Tombstone. Yeah, Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen it. That was cool, wasn't it? No, I tell you what, Val Kilmer stole the show. Yeah. Big time. Yeah. Every scene, it was just, like, at first, and what was going on at first? They're, like, robbing a he bar. Was like an outlaw, yeah. And then but it like was, like, outlaw. they say, that's Doc Holliday. And I said to Scott, I'm like, I thought Doc Holliday was a good guy. What's going on? And then Scott's just, like, not going to spoil it. He's like, oh, you'll see. You'll see. I did see. I see Doc Holliday is... Way better than Wyatt Earp, and I don't care for that love story one bit in that movie. <laughs> that was distracting. And then Val Kilmer would come on, I want to know more about Doc Holliday. I don't care about Wyatt Earp. Do you think they should make a Doc Holliday movie with, with just Val. Val Kilmer now? Yeah. I'd watch that. That'd be cool. I guess he... And I've gone there before, but I can't remember what's on there, but he maintains his website, and it's... Val Kilmer does? Yeah. And it's very interesting. What's he into? Isn't he known as being like a big old dick? What? Like a jerk. Val Kilmer is? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know or that. Or like hard to work with or something? Really? I don't know. I don't know either. There's no way to find out. <laughs> I don't know the right people. <laughs> do people talk about that? Him being about hard to work with? Well, about certain so. actors they do. I don't know. if it's... I haven't heard that about Val Kilmer, though. What's he done lately? Nothing from being a dick? Probably, yeah. No one wants to work with him. I just thought it was just like, why is Wyatt Earp stopping? And it's supposed to be we're all involved in this love story of his. His wife is addicted to whatever that stuff is. Laudanum or whatever. Laudanum. Like heroin. And then it's supposed to be like, because she's on that, we don't care what's going on. 
with their marriage. He can be in love with the girl from that Rosie O'Donnell S and M movie. The what? Exit to Eden. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's his love interest. That's why Herb's love interest is like the lady that had spanking hairbrushes in Exit to Eden. <laughs> what is a spanking hairbrush? <laughs> I don't know. She had hairbrushes that she spanked with, right? Are you sure it wasn't just a paddle? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I swear it was a smack. You've seen it, isn't it a hairbrush? I have Dual not purpose. seen it. You haven't seen no. it? No, but oh. I feel as though if it's a hairbrush without the brushes, it's probably a paddle. <laughs> no, I think there were brushes. I think, I think there were brushes. I don't know why you we'll haven't see seen it. this, Adam. It's weird. Who else is in it? Dan Aykroyd. Yeah, Dan. Rosie O'Donnell is in this movie. She's like yeah. into S and M for undercover. No. <laughs> no, to be undercover. Yes, Aykroyd and her are undercover agents who infiltrate like a BDSM swinger retreat, like, like or summer camp thing. Yeah. What's the D? What? What's the D in BDSM? Bond- uh, bondage, Detroit. <laughs> Domination? Oh, yeah. 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 Well, that's what they're doing there. And Rosie O'Donnell has to be into it. And so is the love interest from Tombstone. That's what that movie's about. Well, I don't know. And you had me watch some other movies, too. And I just, I don't know. I thought, Tombstone, this is good. The love interest didn't make sense. It's a good movie. And then you had me watch A Few Good Men. That wasn't great. I thought it was going to be... It's not great. It's just... I don't know. Maybe... I feel like Tom Cruise, I can't even deal with anything Did he's doing. Did that win an Academy Award? Yes. Screenplay, maybe? Hmm. <laughs> Screenplay. What? I think. What, are you looking it up? Yeah, I'll look it up. Doesn't hold up to the test of time, though, huh? Well, not really. No, it seemed like a Lifetime movie where it was just because when you watch it Lifetime felt movies, smaller than it does. They did then. Yeah, it's just like oh, who gives a shit about it? It's just uh, what? There was barely any story about the backstory. Yeah, it was just like five minutes at the beginning. And then it's here's Tom Cruise and Demi Moore. They're in, gonna be in love, obviously. Cosmo? Cosmo's had a busy weekend. He got his nails trimmed. Screaming. He had a bath, too. And he had a bath. He's gone to the dog park twice. He screams at the vet. I've talked about this before, but it is embarrassing. Luckily, these vet techs are real nice, and he comes in, and they just laugh, and he's like, oh, I'm good times, till he goes back there. And then he screams, and then he comes out, and he's just wagging his tail again, like, that didn't happen. And then I told other people today, because they were looking at each other, it was his son and his mom, and I was like, it's my dog, and everything's fine. 
and he's just screaming about his nail trim and then she's just like oh mom knows your kid i'm like no obviously i know that's my he dog screaming every time yeah. he gets his nails yeah. like it's not barking it's screaming obviously i'm gonna know this scream what's going on scott a few good men nominated for four Academy Awards did not win any. Good. Best picture, one of them. Best picture, best actor in a supporting role, best sound, and best editing. It has a powerhouse cast, and it's directed by Rob Reiner. Rob Reiner. Hmm. I didn't know that. Written by Aaron Sorkin. Ugh. That's the problem. The writing. Guess what, you guys? What? I thought about something that I think you're going to think is pretty exciting. So, you know, I didn't really like sports or anything, but guess what? I remembered in middle school, I liked to play floor hockey, and it was a big deal in my school. And it would be 7th graders versus 8th graders, and the whole school would watch. Really? Mm-hmm. Scott, I played, I played in... Uh, Competitive sport in gym. Yeah, that's cool. Yeah. That never happens. But you did it. I did that. Obviously, the other things I would like. Roller skating. The parachute. (laughs) Obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Things where it's just like we're having fun. We did have a bowling, like, chapter. And we had to... Did you have rubber, those hollow rubber balls? No. We what? went. We walked to the bowling alley in Dallas Center. Oh, really? And we had classes about keeping score in bowling in gym class, Ooh, and we had a test on it. We had bowling in high school, like a gym. team or no, in gym. In gym yeah. What'd you do? They bar- they bust us to the bowling really? alley. Yeah. Huh. Scott, I'll you- tell you what we did. <laughs> it sucked. There, you. They had bowling pins. Real pins. Yes. They would sit on the gym wood floor. They'd tape off a lane. (laughs) And then you would have, your ball would be this, it was a bowling ball size, but it was hollow. And it was made of like inch thick rubber. What? Yeah. And so it would like bounce down down the fake lane. Is that why you don't know how to put your thumb into a bowling ball? I don't know. Could be. But yeah, that's how we had bowling. No. I think we probably did that. In fact, I know we did that in grade school. But in high school, they they bust us to the bowling alley. No, we did, we walked there. We'd have to walk there if it was like bad weather. It'd just be like, well, we're walking to the bowling alley. Actually, we drove. But. So we're back to bowling. Adam did the best out of yeah. us tonight. I did win tonight. It you took, got over 200 in the last one. Yeah. What was your series? Six? Mm. No, five. Mm, it was in the, would have been what? Five. 580 or 570. Yeah. Pretty good. Pretty did you do good. square dancing in, in your good. gym class, Adam? We did dancing, yeah. Square dancing? Uh, it, We had to do a bunch of different what? dances, but square dancing was one of them. A bunch of different dances? Mm-hmm. Like what? Uh, we did the celebration. What? That dance. We learned what's that, one. that? What's the celebration dance? For the song. Like celebrate good yeah, times. Yeah, Come one. on. Mm-hmm. There's a dance. Yeah. 
<laughs> you there, there's a no. legitimate dance for that. What is it, in the video or something? I don't know. But he knew it. <laughs> Who knew it? <laughs> the gym teacher. <laughs> I think he was just making this up, and he just wanted to see a bunch of people do his I mean, it was very similar to a line dance. Oh, we did not do that. Uh, I feel like they taught, tried to teach us how to country line dance once. Yeah, we did, line, we did country line dancing, then we did the celebrate good time or celebration dance. Is that why everyone knows how to do it at weddings? Yeah. Really? We learned it in, we learned it in oh, high school. I did not learn that, and I wondered... When did everyone learn this? Yeah, I don't remember it, but we learned Do it. Do you think you would remember it, like, riding a bike, like, if no. people were doing it? I think we learned one for Rhinestone Cowboy. <laughs> what? <laughs> it was one of the other songs. What What did you do to that? That was like a line dance. Oh, my God. And then we learned, like, some of the, uh, like, a couple of the, like, ballroom dances. Oh, my God, No. We just did square dancing. That's mm. it. Well, and sweating to the oldies dancing. I mean, we were, we were lucky, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Scott, did you do other dances? Mm, I don't think so. Oh, my God. I can't believe that's where everyone learned how to do this. No, we never learned any. I, there was a square dancing and a line dancing thing. Have you always wondered how people knew how to do these line dances? Just never cared. What? I don't know. You wouldn't see that and be like, what? I'd just be like, obviously they're into something that they have some meeting. <laughs> not, it's not a meeting I'm ever going to go to. I don't care. Scott. What? I don't know how long we've been podcasting, but do you think it's time for Nothing's Too Wired? It's Is time it, for a break. It's time for a break, and then when we come back, it's Nothing's Too Wired? Yep. Okay, we're taking a break, and when we come back, it's Nothing's Too Wired. Hey, Mrs. Librarian, what do you do when you're not at the library? Well, I still like to read books when I'm not here. Wow, but you do that all day. I know, but one can never get enough of good books. That's true. What do you do when you're not reading books? Oh, I do lots of other activities with my friends. What kind of activities? Well, one of my very favorites is bowling. Wow! You bowl? Absolutely. Let me tell you about it. Wow! What's that instrument? It's a harpsichord. Is that ever neat? Ten pins standing in a V. Can I knock them down? Come on, let's see. Bowling, bowling, ba 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 Better try and find a rounder ball. Bowling, bowling, the ball is rolling. Bowling, bowling, smash, crash, bowling. <laughs> that was good, Mrs. Yeah. Librarian. You're very talented. <laughs> 
left standing all alone, and only one ball left to send them home. You can do it. Bowling, bowling, the ball is rolling. Bowling, bowling, smash, crash, bowling. Wow. You're not just a book reader, you're a bowler. Good bowler. One pin left wobbling side to side. When it fall over, it can't decide. Wobbling, wobbling. The pin is wobbling, wobbling, wobbling. I like it as myself as a person, but also as a, I'll have to figure out how to do it later. Okay. And we're back with Nothing's Too Wired. And does everyone know what this is? Scott, what is this? What's Nothing's Too Wired? What's that? Why are you doing it like it's a quiz? Because I want you to explain it. It is a quiz. Scott, your question is... Your question is... What is... What is the segment... Nothing's too wired. <laughs> Nothing's too wired is a segment dedicated to the tweets of Brandon Ream. Yeah, that's what it is. And the Facebook postings. It's probably on Twitter too. At Reamcore, R E A M K O R E, and at Facebook at Brandon Ream. So follow him. Okay, is everyone ready? Scott, what are you eating? Cashews. Well, focus. I am. Alright. <laughs> I, w- I want to be rich enough that I never have to preheat my oven again. Just leave it on. <laughs> 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 the mailman shares 99% of the same DNA that a male chimp does. <laughs> I just bought some oyster crackers and I still can't open these damn oysters. <laughs> it was different. It said that on Facebook and on Twitter and then it said, oh, shucks. <laughs> I think paper would be the ultimate name for a rock cover band. <laughs> And even capitalized paper. <laughs> this is little touches that really make them. My boots don't have straps. What the hell am I supposed to do now? <laughs> don't worry, that tree is all bark, no bite. <laughs> Bullshit that Pluto 
isn't a planet, but fitness is. <laughs> so, yeah. There's tons more where that came from. <laughs> so that's nothing's too wired. Okay. Good job, Brandon. <laughs> yeah, good job, Brandon. Sometimes he just posts videos, too, and it's just so funny just thinking of him being at work and just rocking out or whatever he's doing. Scott, you need to start doing that at your work. Yeah. Like you and Brandon can communicate through to each other through trades. Randy would lose his mind if he saw me doing something <laughs> like that. You'd be in trouble? Yeah. <laughs> nope. You were embarrassed the other day for mentioning s sun lamps. You were like, well... Seasonal affective disorder lights. Shouldn't have told those guys anything about them, because they <laughs> just started laying into me. <laughs> like, oh, yeah. Kids today, they just can't get sun. What are you talking about? Oh, oh sure. You get any vitamin D. That makes sense. Duh. <laughs> I was like, whatever. And then they asked. I asked this lady at the place we were working... It's like, hey, do you have you heard of seasonal affective disorder? And she's like, yes. I said, so you know about the lamps? And she's like, oh yeah, yeah, I've heard of those. And I was like, see guys, people have heard of them. This is the thing. And she goes, I think it's mostly in their mind. So yeah, I've been getting made fun of for like a week and a half about that. Oh, you're still getting made fun of about the lights? Uh huh. Oh, Scott, that's too long. Mm -hmm. That's way too long. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these guys wouldn't believe what I see every day. What would they think of that? What do you mean? Like if I was like, listen to the song, guys. <laughs> and this is, what do you think they would think? Oh, they wouldn't get it. I'd be made fun of till the end of time. I think probably every day I would do something that would be made fun of until the end of time with these guys. You're like you're walking on thin ice all the time. Yeah. For sure. Do people do that at your work? Do they make fun of you about things for two weeks on end, Adam? Mm. It depends. There are weeks where people are like, this is it. We're getting you with this well, information. Well, I make fun of myself more than they make okay. fun of me, so. <laughs> what happens? What do you mean? I do things all the time that I make fun of myself about. Or I'll say something that I make fun of myself about. But it's not really like... But they don't just keep bringing it up to you? No. Not really. Scott, you see, I think if I was responding to Brandon Ream with videos at work every day, everyone would be like, I want in on this. <laughs> I think they'd want it to be in these videos. Yeah. Don't you think? And then they'd be like, we got to get Casey to stop doing this. She's having too much fun. I want to do the videos, not her. That's what would happen. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I just get in trouble, I think. <laughs> All right. Well... <laughs> Moving on, there's been a lot of talk of George Bush in the news recently. George Bush? Yeah, because he's doing wonderful things, and people are like, we can't celebrate him doing wonderful things. We have to hate him forever, guys. 
and I don't want to hate him forever. I think he's doing wonderful things, and I think we can talk about it and be like, hey, old man, good for you. <laughs> this is the younger Bush, I assume. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> because he's, like, painting all these pictures, and they're awesome. He's painting, like, soldiers that he sent off to war and honoring them with his paintings and bringing them to his house. He is being hilarious all the time. I think he's finally doing what he was supposed to do, which is be an artist. And maybe he thought, I got to impress my dad and be president. Well, that didn't work out. (laughs) But now he's doing good things. And that can be fine, I think. Don't we want people to be doing good things? Do we have to hate people forever? No, no. Can't we say this is delightful what George Bush is doing? Yeah, I think it's okay to say, okay, you know, you were a funny president. (laughs) <laughs> you weren't you weren't great he was just he just seems kind of funny now but yeah with what we have now yeah he's where he should be yeah now he's painting all these pictures and scott you said that someone talked about this and said that they were like the best paintings ever yeah well i think i read something just somebody said like for someone who's been painting that long he's He's very advanced. Way more advanced than most people are then. I love that picture that he painted of like the bathtub. He's in the bathtub. He paints dog pictures all the time. What? What's yeah. wrong with it? Nothing. It's great. And that's what I yeah, just want. I kind of like him now. Yeah. And I think it's okay to like him. Why can't we like him? Bill Maher was like, no. He did all these things. Well, you know what? People can redeem themselves. That's what I think. Scott, also, you keep talking in your sleep. What? No, I don't. Scott keeps talking in his sleep. No. What is he talking about? Oh, God. He says weird things. Sometimes I write them down. I'll get in here. Do you talk in your sleep, Adam? I do. You do? Yeah. What do you talk about? Does uh, Does know. your girlfriend hear you and then say, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> she never remembers what I say, though. I write it down. She should write it down. Mm-hmm. Scott one night said, we just won for them. Interiors, sheeting, whatever is first. And then I said, are you talking in your sleep? And he said, no, why? And I said, I don't know what you're saying. And he said, I don't think I'm doing that. (laughs) I probably wasn't. Absolutely okay, as long as you're saying awesome things like that. (laughs) And then another time he said, freeze them up. They're coming to get us. And I said, who? And he said, tremors, like that. And he did that with his voice. And I was like, what? I said, tremors. And then I said, are the tremors still after us? And he said, I think I used them. <laughs> like the movie tremors, you think? Well, you went, tremors. <laughs> okay. I don't know. I haven't seen the movie tremors, so I don't know. You need to start recording. recording I do it. sometimes, and I play it back for him. Yeah. And then he'll catch me after he starts kind of waking up when I keep prying with questions. Does he get mad? And then he's like, what are you doing? I'm like recording. No. (laughs) But I don't think he remembers even saying no about it. Do you? I guess not. No, you don't remember any of it. And then one night I was like, you were talking in your sleep saying what comes first, sheeting or whatever you're saying. Then you said, oh, yeah, we're at Menards. That's what he said. (laughs) 
to go to Menards. But that was your explanation for the sleep talking. It's just like, duh, we're at Menards. We're at Menards. (laughs) Clearly. But it was just like he was like annoyed that I was accusing him of sleep talking (laughs) when we're at Menards. (laughs) Obviously, we're at Menards. Stop giving me a hard time. What? Stop giving me a hard time. Well, Scott, you've just been talking. Just going to Menards. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I wish I knew what you were saying, Adam. You need to ask your girlfriend to write it down. At the moment. She has to at the moment. Otherwise, you don't remember. Sometimes I can't type it fast enough, and then it's just... I have to keep prying, and then he wakes up. (laughs) Keep prying? Why yeah, I keep. Let me sleep? I just guide you with questions, <laughs> more questions, because you want to be talking. I gotta keep it going. My sister, yeah, my sister used to talk in her sleep too. I she used to a lot. She slept in the same bed as her twin, my other <laughs> sister, so they would have discussions while they were sleeping. Well, one of them was sleeping, the other one was not sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> Scott and I, do you watch Vanderpump Rules? Mm-mm. Wow. It's great television, Vanderpump Rules. You know, sometimes on Monday, it'll be so terrible, and I'm just like, I can't do this anymore. And then I'm like, well, got to watch Vanderpump Rules tonight, though, so it's okay. Sometimes there's just TV shows that help me get through the day. Do you have those? Mm, not anymore. What? I don't watch a whole lot of TV anymore. I just oh. watch a lot of TV. Oh, I love TV. <laughs> oh, it's not that I dislike TV. <laughs> I just haven't watched very much recently. Well, you should watch because Vanderpump Rules is on and it's pretty good. It's got Jackson in it. Scott's met him. You know, there's a wedding this season. They're on the reunion shows. But now I think, now there's not Vanderpump Rules because we're at the reunion. What am I going to do on Mondays? How are you going to get through the day? How am I going to get through the day? What's going to replace that? I don't know. That's the only show we really watch the day it's on. Vanderpump Rules. Real Housewives, I'll wait a couple days. Vanderpump Rules, every time it's on. That's must-see TV, Scott. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Got the Toms. They're going to be opening a restaurant, Tom Tom. Scott says we got to go there. Is it a reality show? Yeah. Hmm. Well, it's great. Oh, we've been talking about you getting a pug, possibly, Adam. Mm -hmm. Scott and I, I said, I think I would like another pug, but I also worry that Cosmo will pay less attention to me. If we have another pug, what if he pays more attention to it than me? No way. But wouldn't it be great if they both paid attention to me? (laughs) (laughs) I have a feeling that's what will happen. (laughs) Can you imagine that, Scott? Like, two times the amount of love that Cosmo has. Like, that kind of love two times. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. That would be intense. Yeah. Sure would be. (laughs) What do you mean? Do you, th- do you think Cosmo is too loving? No. <laughs> I just don't want to have to potty train another dog. 
Oh. Cosmo did a pretty good job. Yeah. Remember that first day he went and stood by the door and it was just like, oh my god, he knows what's going on. Yeah. What, if, what if you get a, you know, an adult pug? <laughs> no. <laughs> nah. <laughs> you gotta get a puppy. <laughs> you gotta get a puppy. <laughs> Cosmo's dad is still just doing it with all the pugs everywhere. Here he comes. He's being so good with us podcasting on the couches. He's licking oh, Adam's face. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you for that. Oh, Cosmo. He brought Adam a very special toy tonight. He made Adam search out some beef jerky for him. He knew exactly what he was looking for. And it was beef jerky. Who knows when I bought it? Yeah, he was looking for that particular toy. <laughs> In his basket of toys. He has a hoard. And I cleaned it out one time. And it was real traumatic. The whole time I was cleaning it out, he was over there with me, and he would stand in the middle of his hoard, like, as a protest. And I was throwing stuff away. He was getting in the garbage bag, and I'd be like, get out of here. And then I threw it away, and then he just went to his hoard all night and stared at me angry. Cause he wasn't going to let you take any more. No. <laughs> and I haven't thrown anything away from his hoard since, because he has treasures in there. Whoop, there's a... <laughs> Cosmo. God, he's so brave. Yes, he's so brave. <laughs> Standing on the couch, cowering behind the armrest. Working. Cosmo. What, what was it, puppy? <laughs> you know what he gets... He forgot about it already. He gets really mad at airplanes. He hates them. Well, when you're trying to sleep. He barks at him. Cosmo, what is it over there? A ghost? Sometimes he barks over there. I don't like it because it's a ghost. Cos, quit looking over there. Do you guys have a person that you have ever told someone something happens to me, it's this person? <laughs> have you ever said that to someone? Cupid, have you ever thought someone's going to murder you? Yeah. <laughs> no. Oh. I don't think I have anyone on that list. I do. I I have at various times. Yeah. I've said to my mom, someone kills me, it's this person. Yeah. <laughs> I have. Who? <laughs> I'll tell you after the podcast. Yeah. <laughs> they didn't kill me yet. Mm-mm. You know, but if she is killed, yeah. I'll tell you who it was going to be. It was probably. People have threatened to kill me. Who? What? I don't know. I told you someone called me and said they were going to kill me one day. People on my blog would always threaten to kill me. <laughs> People and, on your blog? Yeah, like hoarders. They would say they were going to kill me. Interesting. So, you know, you got to have a list of people, and they'll say on these murder shows, she told me. Oh, make a list. She told me if they anything happens say, to her, they always say, it's make this a person. List. Yeah. <laughs> so I think if you have someone in your life that you think this person's going to kill me, tell people. Because 
according to these murder you give shows. Give a few backups, too, just in case you're wrong. Just in like, case. Keep a list. Keep it so in your wallet. Then you can give the cops a few leads. Like, you can help the cops if you're murdered. That's... I like watching these murder shows because then you can get keep some it, hints. Keep it with your organ donor card. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you have one of those diabetic bracelets, put yep. the names on there. Put it on there, but also be sure and tell people because I think criminals will probably take your medical alert bracelet and your wallet. Murders will. I think. So tell people. If you think someone... This is some more advice. If you think someone's going to kill you, tell people who you think is going to kill you. That's all. This is a gun story. Scott, what do you think this gun story is? I don't know. I'll tell you. (laughs) (laughs) Someone at my parents' house. Okay, so my brother saw a car acting strange. And so he started taking video of this person. And this person parked their car outside my parents' house. Got out of their car with a gun, shot at the squirrels my mom feeds, and then went and walked through my parents' yard with their gun, and then got back in their truck in Dallas Center. And this is all on video. And I'm looking at this video, and I'm like, this person has no idea. The person watching them is a Marine. Like, that's been like, he could kill you, and he's taking video of you. Did he take it to the cops? Well, then my parents, they were going to go to the cop's house because he lives a few blocks away, but he wasn't home. And so they drove around. They couldn't find him. So then they're like, God, I guess we got to call him. And they called and the cops had found the person and because someone else had reported him. But then I sent it to my other brother and my other brother's like asking around town. It's like he's forming a posse. Who is this truck person? I feel like he'll get to the bottom of it. So the cops already got the him? The cops already got to the bottom of <laughs> but it. But we want to know who it is. The cops didn't tell my parents who it was. Yeah, he's going to go to the bottom of the bottom. <laughs> we want to know without dealing with the cops who this is. Deal with them without the cops. Vigilante justice. Yes. <laughs> cool. Shoot their squirrels. <laughs> That's what I think should happen. Someone should shoot their squirrels. Why wouldn't they just go in the country if they wanted to shoot squirrels? Why do you want to shoot squirrels? Yeah, why do you want to shoot squirrels to begin with? I don't know. And why would you want to go in someone's yard and shoot squirrels? I don't know. I'll have to show you the video after the podcast. It's real strange. Oh, there's something in the window. Probably a ghost. What's going on, Scott? What's going on over there? Huh? You're doing this. Like the guy in Daisy and Confused. Yeah. I don't know. That's what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) Do you have a lot of emails that go around your work, Adam? Or are you mostly just up doing stuff all the time? Uh, You mean do I have to, like... Like, have work emails you have to respond to? Yeah. Well... Not necessarily respond to, but... Yeah. I have someone communicating with me over email. A co-worker that has talked to me and that I sit by... Not, like, during the day, but at lunchtime, I've sat in the same room with him, and I think he thinks I'm a guy. And he keeps calling me man, and dude in emails, and I think it's going to be weird when he finds out who I am. 
I feel weird for him on his behalf of how he's been talking to me. So he doesn't, he doesn't, he, he's met you, but he doesn't know that you are Casey. Casey. Yeah, I think that's what's going on. And then I got second confirmation from mother. I forwarded the email. I'm like, so what do you think? And then he's like, yeah, he thinks you're a guy. I'm like, yeah, <laughs> he thinks I'm a guy. Is, he, is, like, is it a big company? Well, there's like a hundred people there. Okay. But, yeah, I think it's going to be strange. That will be weird. Yeah, and I feel kind of bad for him, like, that he's been doing this. But I think it's best if we all just pretend he wasn't doing this. Like, he can just stop calling me dude and man once he figures out who I am. And I'll be like, yep, he knows now. We don't have to talk about it. So, TJ's going to Amsterdam. Scott, did I tell you that? Uh, I don't know. Amsterdam. He's going to Amsterdam. We've been listening to a podcast called My Dad Wrote a Porno, and we'll have to talk about it when he gets back from Amsterdam. That's the name of the podcast? <laughs> yeah. This guy's dad wrote an erotic novel. And oh, they... the name of the podcast is just My Dad Made a Porno? My Dad Wrote a Porno. I thought the name of the podcast was My Dad Wrote a Porno and We're Gonna Have to Talk About it When He Comes Back from Amsterdam. <laughs> well, that's cool. That's a real lengthy that's name. That's a long title. <laughs> we are gonna have to talk about it. Um, the name of his dad's porno is Belinda Blinked. <laughs> it's real so good. So he wrote it? He wrote it. It's an erotic novel, self-published. <laughs> And they read it, like, this guy and his friends read it, and it's great. So when TJ comes back, we're going to have to talk about it and just tell people you should listen to that. I'll tell people now they should listen to that, but we're going to talk about it more. Scott. What? Do you have any plugs? Mm. Merle Hay Lanes. Yeah. Go there, because uh, the whole mall's struggling now. The what? The mall is struggling it is. I got an empty. I got an empty thingy from the. Yeah, machine. even the vending yeah. machines are struggling. Yeah. I've never seen that happen. That was really sad. Yeah. Yeah. They can't even keep the eggs full. <laughs> they can't. They can't keep People the are eggs going full. Going to Amazon for their eggs yeah. for their egg prizes. <laughs> what are you plugging, Adam? Chest pain. Um, what am I plugging? Adam has chest pain now. Uh, chest pain's gone. Oh, good. Yes. Um, I don't think I have anything to plug. What about plugging prosthetic limbs? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, they're good. They're good for you. I'm gonna, I'm gonna put a plug in here for prosthetic get, limbs. Get one if you're missing an if appendage. If you're missing a limb, get a fake one. Trust get me. one. They are great. <laughs> they're they're real quality made. Quality made prostheses. Better than nothing. Hey Scott, we watch people doing races and stuff with computer prosthetic limbs. They had a wire to their brain. Remember? Oh, on TV. Yeah, on TV. <laughs> what do you think? I've I didn't mean we were at this race. <laughs> So that happens too. 
Are you going to get into computer, like putting computers in people's brains ever, do you think? Uh, probably not in my lifetime. At least not while I'm working. It's it's getting there, though. I mean, we use microprocessor knees and, um, and arms, but it's not. You're not shooting in people's brains? No, stuff? it's not. None of it's implanted or anything. But they're getting there. They're, they've done quite a few trials. So let's not plug that until they figured it out. Yeah, we're not going to plug that just yet. <laughs> I don't don't think do that, that just yet. I don't think they figured it out fully. They're if they're doing, there. But if they're doing trials, you don't want to be on a trial. <laughs> not, if, not if it doesn't work, no. Yeah, that's dangerous. You don't want to go through that. Well, I would like to plug getting your hair cut by TJ. My mom is going to. I don't know if it's when he's back from Amsterdam or before he goes. I forget when he goes. I've never been out of this country. That's going to be neat. So go get your haircut. TJSpurgeon.com. T-J-S-P-U-R-G-I-N.com. And then listen to Cold Sweat's podcast. They have a new podcast out because now Jacob has internet. Haven't asked about the ice cubes. No word on that just yet. And also... Alex and Toll have a podcast. It's called Let's Ruin Our Childhood. And they last watched Karate Kid. Didn't talk about Rosita, but they didn't ruin any childhoods. I think Rosita, like, you have to watch that movie 50 times when you're a child to be affected by the mention of Rosita. But that's a good podcast. Everyone have a good time. Goodbye.